Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef, equipping us to grow into a deeper walk with Christ. Part of Night Vision each weeknight. Details at vision.org.au. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective. 2020 on Vision. Amazing how fast Tuesday seems to roll around every week. And here we are back again with another update on breaking news out of Israel and the Middle East. Ron Ross has been scouring the headlines. Ron, welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Ron, let's start with some headlines around the government in Israel. After more than a year's stalemate, Israel has a unity government. Yes, an agreement was signed last night between Likud and Blue and White, putting an end to a 17-month political stalemate that resulted in three elections. As a part of the deal, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who has served as caretaker Prime Minister since December 2018, will remain Prime Minister for another 18 months and then will be replaced in October 2021 by Blue and White leader Benny Gantz. Netanyahu will be Vice Prime Minister under Gantz after that, but if Netanyahu leaves the Prime Minister's office sooner, Gantz would immediately take over. It's a very interesting development here, and I'm a little bit concerned that the Blue and White Party, which is the other party apart from Netanyahu, under this setup have control of defence, foreign affairs, justice and economy. And I'm just wondering if this is really the beginning of the end of the Netanyahu era. Uh, Most of us won't know much about the Blue and White Party, Ron. Any insights into where they sit on a political spectrum? Well, they're certainly more open to the Arab participation. Uh, They would be regarded as conservative. But within the uh, Israeli political system, there's about 30 different parties and Blue and White, under the leadership of Benny Gantz, have got themselves into such a prominent position that they can uh, become a coalition with Netanyahu and gain this unity government. All right. Very significant developments, as you say. Hey, other headlines, Ron. Let's talk about coronavirus and Israel, and uh, things are starting to cautiously return to the streets. Yes, some semblance of normalcy returned to Israel's high streets on Sunday, hours after reduced coronavirus restrictions approved by the government gave some air to the nation's choking retail sector. Israel's death toll has climbed to 177. Among the latest dead is Israel's youngest victim, a 29-year-old woman who suffered from severe pre-existing medical conditions and was treated at Hadassah Hospital. The next youngest patient to fall victim to the disease in Israel was 37. Okay, well, of course, economic challenges are going to be just as great in the Middle East as they are anywhere else in the world. Uh, Middle East debt, unemployment, all of those predicted to spike in a looming coronavirus recession. Yeah, it looks particularly bad for the Middle East because of the uh, reliance on oil. The COVID-19 pandemic and the plunge in oil prices are causing significant economic turmoil in the region. The impact could be long-lasting, the International Monetary Fund said in a release uh, recently. 
In its World Economic Outlook, the IMF predicted the Middle East economy to contract by 3.3% in 2020, the biggest slump in four decades. It said the combined shocks of the virus and low oil prices will shave $323 billion, or 12% of the Arabs' world economy, $259 billion of that from the energy-dependent Gulf states alone. Arab government's debt will rise by 15%, or $190 billion this year, to reach $1.46 trillion, according to the IMF data. Oil prices at these levels could result in more than $230 billion in lost annual revenue by Arab oil exporters plus Iran, it said. The fiscal deficit for the region is expected to deteriorate from 2.8% of gross domestic product in 2019 to 10% this year. Ron, let's move on. Last night and today, Israel is observing Holocaust Memorial Day, but observances this year, very, very different to the usual. Yes, Neil, and uh, I borrowed from Remarks a newsletter that was issued by Professor Dina Porat, the chief historian of Yad Vashem, the Holocaust Memorial. On May 9, 1945, when the defeated Germans finally capitulated to the Allied forces, great joy spread throughout the world. Yet one nation did not take part in the general euphoria, the Jews of Europe. For them, victory had come too late. At the war's end, it became apparent that some six million Jews had been murdered, about one-third of world Jewry. Those who had survived were scattered throughout Europe, Tens of thousands of survivors of the camps and death marches, liberated by the Allied armies on German soil and in other countries, were in a severely deteriorated physical condition and in a state of emotional shock. Others emerged for the first time from various places of hiding and shed the false identities they had assumed or surfaced from partisan units with whom they had cast their lot. Now, while they're observing the Yom Hashua, the day of mourning, the day of Holocaust, I would just like to point out, as of yesterday, 164,938 people have died from COVID-19. During the Holocaust, 6 million Jews died at the hands of the Nazis. I believe we should be observing this remembrance with them. It certainly brings in a context, doesn't it, when you think of the numbers who died in the Holocaust. Uh, Ron, let's end on a positive note here. Uh, Israel has selected an Arab Christian to light the torch next week on their Independence Day. Yeah, that's April 29. This is only a little story, but it's big to me, uh, and it shows the heart of the Israel population. Yasmin Mazawi a 20-year-old Arab-Israeli who volunteers as a medic with Magan David Adom, which is like our Red Cross, as part of her national service, was chosen to light the torch during the Independence Day ceremony to be held April 29. Mazari is a Christian, 
and she's also involved with Holocaust education among Muslims and Christians in Israel. And I think it's wonderful. Ron, thank you so much for scouring the headlines for us once again. Always appreciate your updates. Thanks so much for being with us once again today on 2020. Have a good day, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.